They say to leave a legacy on earth, you should do at least one of these three things. Father a child, die for someone, or write a book. At this point in my life, becoming a father is a no-go. Who would want to raise a child in this hostile environment? Not unless you consider cats children. But we are all aware that cats are thankless brats and can hardly do the simplest of tricks. I can definitely take a bullet for my loved ones and sacrifice myself for a greater cause, but these are the things that you cannot plan for. And finally, writing a book is probably the most feasible thing to do now to leave a legacy, but I'll just tweak the writing a book part to produce a podcast. Because it's hard to publish a book. This podcast is my you-do-you card during this crazy pandemic. Here, I'll be talking about inspirational topics, self-development, lifestyle, and spirituality. I am Darby and you are listening to the Kung Saan Saan podcast. We will be doing new things, well, entirely different from, from my first eight episodes. Let's say they were just experimental episodes for the podcast while I am still, quote-unquote, searching for my voice. These episodes were mostly unplanned and random, but after a two-week hiatus and intense reflection, I decided to create a six-part podcast series about the art of getting easily fascinated. These are 20-minute episodes which will include insights about the said topic and stories of ordinary people. These episodes were also designed to be more interactive. The title of part one is Stuck. I rarely use the word fascination. When someone asks me, how was the movie? I just usually tell them, it was good or it was interesting. Or maybe the word is not part of my common day-to-day vocabulary. The Filipino word for fascination is bighani or nabighani. Again, it's not a common word I use when I talk Tagalog with friends. Or if ever I'm going to use this word, they would think I watch too much local soap operas or countless Jose Rizal films. It's quite a beautiful word. Is it conclusive that if it's not part of my vocabulary, then it means I don't usually get fascinated? Maybe yes. Or maybe let's just say I don't get easily fascinated. Why is that? We are living in the most advanced civilization and yet, we are hardly fascinated about life itself. March 16, 2020, the Philippine government announced a nationwide lockdown. We were all asked to stay inside our house, work from home, and just survive. Although this was a scary and difficult time in human history, I am partly happy that we get the chance to work from home. This has been a dream of mine since time immemorial. No long commutes, no need to wake up early to prepare for work, no need to wear pants and leather shoes. Then days turned into weeks, weeks turned into months. We felt stuck. That fascination of working from home is gone. We see the same things over and over again. We see the same people every day. We itch to go out of our houses already. Virtual meetings here and there. The supposed emails and memorandums became endless Zoom meetings. We celebrated birthdays inside our houses with the same view, same people, same objects around us. Then we felt a certain kind of sadness we never felt before. 
most of us already diagnosed ourselves with anxiety and depression. We tried quarantine flings, most of them did not work. We watched online musicals and concerts, but they never fascinated us because these should be watched live. We recreated our favorite coffee shop drinks until we realized that nothing beats the craftsmanship and style of a barista. We ended up with overrated Dalgona coffee. We gained pounds. We lost our gains. We lost our cuts and abs. We spent a lot of time watching Netflix, cat videos, multiple seasons of drag race, K-dramas to entertain ourselves. Unfortunately, they're not enough. And it's really a challenge for everyone to move forward from this and to be better people after this pandemic. So how can we be fascinated again? How can we be easily fascinated given the limitations of this pandemic? How can we be fascinated if we are stuck? A friend of mine messaged me a few months ago. He said that he will be temporarily going on a mission trip outside the country where he currently works. He was really excited. After a year of almost stuck at home and work, he can finally travel again. When he was at the airport waiting for his flight, he was suddenly arrested. He forgot that he signed a loan contract in a bank, and part of that contract was that he cannot leave the country unless he paid the f- amount in full. He was supposed to leave the country for a noble cause. Instead, he was detained. The only way he can go out is to pay the loan in full. For him, what happened was unbelievable. It's as if his stars were not aligned during that day. When I asked him what he felt during his two-day stay in prison, he told me that it was a very humbling experience. His bed was not comfortable, the sheets were old, no pillows were provided, no clock was seen in the area, thus no concept of time. His feet were bruised because of the chains. His dignity was almost destroyed. He told me that for the first time in his life, he felt that everything was taken away from him. When he talked to me about this, it's as if I am watching the National Geographic documentary Locked Up Abroad. Being imprisoned is one thing. Being jailed in another country is another. Being stuck in a room alone with his thoughts, with no news outside and no cell phone, he realized the things that he took for granted, including time and most importantly freedom. He is more than willing to sacrifice all his savings in the bank for that freedom. What happened to him was an eye-opener, and it's just two days being stuck inside a prison cell. Imagine those who are stuck in a quarantine facility for 14 days without their families and friends with them, or those who were imprisoned for an entire lifetime. Although stuck in our bubbles, we still have privileges other people don't have. The mere fact that you are listening here with a Spotify account, with a smartphone, it already means that you have a lot in your hands. Going back to the question about how to be fascinated again, I guess we need to take a step back. And cliche as it may sound, we need to count our blessings and be grateful about them. Like my friend who has no means to know what time it is, maybe we can start being thankful that we have all the time in our hands. Knowing what time it is already means a lot. We can have the chance to watch the sun rise and the sun set. 
we can create morning routines and evening rituals. Also, we still have freedom. We still have access to information. We still have means to entertain ourselves. We can still drink our coffee. We get to see our loved ones, virtually or not. We still have work to accomplish and service to give to others. We can easily call our friends when we are sad. We still have comfortable beds. We have Wi-Fi connection, although sometimes it gets shitty. We still have the freedom to choose what food to eat. And most importantly, we can still breathe our next breath. I guess at least these facts sparked a little fascination in your heart. The word gratitude is now everywhere. We get to see celebrities, spiritual leaders, and politicians promoting gratitude. There's a plethora of books written about gratitude and being thankful. Most were inspired by major religious figures. Like when the Bible reminded us to be thankful in in all circumstances, and Buddha reminding us that we have no cause for everything but gratitude and joy. You have heard this a million times already. But personally, this is what I often miss out. Thus, the episodes of me being discontent with my life. And being discontent is the source of my insecurities and anxieties. Before we continue the podcast, I would just like to ask for your support. Since this podcast is important to me as it is both my legacy project and passion project, I'd appreciate if you can help me and this podcast improve by sending in your comments, suggestions, and recommendations for future topics. Let this podcast be your podcast as you will help me improve every single week. Sharing this to your friends and family will also be appreciated. This podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Finally, you can support this podcast by sending me a cup of coffee or two. You can find the instructions on my Instagram account at kung saan saan podcast. Again, that's kung saan saan podcast. Now back to the episode. The final part of this podcast is designed for practice. This is to help us both ignite fascination in our hearts. It could be a reflection, a meditation, or maybe a prompt if you are writing a journal. So here's the practice for part 1. It has been proven that giving thanks can also make us happier. There was a research done by Dr. Robert Emmons of the University of California and Dr. Michael McCullough of the University of Miami. They divided their respondents in three groups. The first group was tasked to write down the things they were grateful for. The second group was tasked to write the things they hate or generally negative experiences. The third group was tasked to write anything that affected them. It could either be good or bad. After 10 weeks, the first group felt more satisfied and happier with their lives. They started working on themselves. They started improving. They started exercising compared to the other groups. In another research by Ghislaine Fox, head of Program Design, Strategy, and Outreach at the University of Southern California's Performance Science Institute, that when we are grateful, we release oxytocins, dopamines, and endorphins. Endorphins are the hormones that give you high after a workout. For this exercise, I want you to get a paper, a notebook, and a pen. Reflect on your day. What are the things that you are thankful for? Are you thankful for waking up early and witnessing the sunrise? Are you thankful for the smell of pancakes prepared by your mom? Are you thankful for your cat purring next to you, looking at you like you are the best person in the world? 
Are you thankful for the movie you just watched with your partner? Are you thankful for a good and simple dinner? For that strong cup of coffee? For that wonderful short nap? For that afternoon walk? For that thick, marinated steak? Write them down. Make this a habit. And let's do this daily.